What is up, everybody? We are back again. Tyson and Alan with you for a, a fan section short special about the rankings that just came out. So, basically, uh, not really too much that I saw that was different from last week to this week. Um, the lists that we, me and Tyson made, though, do differ from obviously, more than likely yours probably will too, which is fine. Um, but, before we get into this ranking episode short... Uh, this is the Fan Section Podcast, a podcast for fans, by fans from across the college landscape. From Section 100 to Section 300, bleaches down to the suites. Um, if you want to get in the mailbag, thefansection1 at gmail.com. Also, the Fan Section is our Twitter handle. We are now up, up on Instagram, so go ahead and hit us up there if you want. Um, it's two dudes talking college, dropping knowledge. So, like I said, the knowledge portion is coming in full swing because I believe that our list is actually how it should be, our top four versus the top four list that the committee had. And the committee guy was on here explaining basically all the bullshit that we have heard in the past. Um, it's just one of those things where it just it's still mind-blowing that they can get it wrong. But I will give them credit. They have Houston finally ranked. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't even – we were just talking about that a minute ago. You know, they have Gary Barda, who's the commissioner of the playoff committee, and he's the uh, Iowa athletic director. They put him on ESPN for about – a minute and a half yeah. after the rankings come <laughs> yeah. out, you know, and it's, it's all this glad handing like, Oh, well, why is, why is Michigan ranked ahead of Michigan state? And he's like, Oh boy, well, we had a vigorous debate and uh, that's how we ended up ranking. It's like, it's completely worthless. I, I don't know why they even do it. Like, why uh, don't you even include him? Why don't you just have uh, Herb yeah. Street and Joey Galloway and Derek, uh, David Pollack talk about it? Just decide from this, like those main yeah. people. I mean, I like the committee as far as like get athletic directors. They get like some polit- – I don't like the fact that they get politicians, but I do like the fact that they kind of spread it out, diversified it, and they explain – That's what it feels like. You know what? That's yeah. what it feels It feels like a political committee or something like that, right? <laughs> it has been. Doesn't it? I mean, you're like, well, why did you tell us something? Well, the last year is they had Condoleezza Rice on it, so yeah. come on. Yeah, like, she, she has no business talking football at all. Um, so, yeah. Maybe, that, maybe that's why Stanford was always ranked so high. But we were, all, we were I mean, us talking shit about the committee, though, is basically kind of, I mean, because the Colorado athletic director is on that. Like, yeah. Rick George? Yes, he's on the oh, committee. I didn't even know that. Yeah. <laughs> so we're bashing him, and I'm like, oh, man, we, get, we, we can bash him with a grain of salt because we'll just say that we believe Rick George is the voice of reason. In that, uh, I'm not sure. I agree with that, but... <laughs> I'm trying to give you some credit, um, but yeah, whatever, fine. The point is they got it wrong again, um, which is fine. This is as fans, we all know it. It's a custom, and where they got it wrong is so we'll just go down the list. So I'll go to the top seven teams because it'll be the first three out. Georgia won, rightfully so. It's not an argument anymore, especially after they spanked Tennessee again and they go undefeated in SEC play. And I never thought I'd see the day that they would ever go undefeated. And that the fact that I did, so happy and proud let, of them. Let me let me tell you something here. Yeah. A little caveat, and I believe this wholeheartedly. I think even if Georgia loses to Alabama, they should still be number one. Oh. Yes. Number one. Absolutely. Oh man, I think what'll happen is. If Bama well, Alabama, beats Alabama, lost to Texas A&M. They yeah, I know, but well, they well if the, if that happens, then yeah. But if if Bama beats Georgia, then Bama, it'll be two one. So Georgia will be at two, Bama will be at one. I think is what they yeah, do. But, I mean, you have an yeah. argument. You would have a hundred percent argument to make Georgia still the number one team in the nation because it might be an anomaly game. And if they beat him by like a last second field goal, then yeah. But and if it was like three nothing, then yes. You know what I mean? I just think I just think Georgia's built. 
plenty enough of a resume. Built different. To where I think even if they lost a game, they're still so much better than, than these other Alabama, oh, yeah. Oregon, Ohio State. Yeah, yeah, definitely bleed. And um, I, I mean, yeah, it's not trying to be biased, but Georgia, it's Georgia than everybody else, really. And which is cool to say because it's been Bama than everybody else, honestly. Right. Um, but number two, speaking of Bama, is Bama. And then number three is Oregon. Number four is Ohio State. Number five is Cincinnati. Number six is Michigan. And number seven is Michigan State. And I laugh because the fact that they have – I'm not – we Michigan is a very complete team. I like Michigan. I had them at three way before this list even came out. Um, they took the loss to Michigan State. I dropped him down to five. I put Michigan State at three. I You can't have a team in the top – basically the top playoff eight that has beaten a team that is ranked below a team. Yeah. It just doesn't make sense to me. But unless they're seeing what I'm seeing, which is Michigan is still one of the most complete teams in the country, more so than Michigan State. And I do believe that there are Michi- there are holes in Michigan State's game. If you shut down Kenneth Walker, you're going to shut down Michigan State. If you shut down uh, Edwards from Michigan, they still have a two-headed monster. They still have McNamara. You know what I mean? So it's like, okay. So I kind of see that, but I don't agree with it. You know what I mean? Well, the explanation we've been given is that Michigan's loss was to a much better team than Michigan State's loss, which is Purdue, right? Yeah, spoiler makers. Okay, so here's my question then. Okay, so – if they did have Michigan State at six, that somehow makes Michigan better? Yeah. What? That's kind of a self-fulfilling prophecy right there. That doesn't make any sense. I think Michigan State should be above them. Anyways, ultimately, it's not going to matter. I mean, first of all, because we both think Ohio State's going to beat both of them anyway. Yeah. But even yeah. if they don't, say Michigan and Michigan State finish the season with one loss, Michigan State's going to go play probably Wisconsin or Iowa. They're going to beat them, and they'll jump ahead of Michigan. Yeah. So it's not ultimately going to matter. It, in my opinion, is wrong right now. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it'll work itself out. Uh, agreed, agreed, 100%. And I and based on, like, what you just said, as far as we thinking that Ohio State, until Michigan or Michigan State beat Ohio State, I'm, I'm not going to pick against it because right. the stats just go against And I, I'm not saying Michigan or Michigan State are bad. Uh, they they rightfully do deserve to be in the top eight. They really do. It's just where do you have them? Are they in the conversation for potentially squeezing the top four? Well, if they beat Ohio State, then absolutely. But until yeah. then, they mm-hmm. don't. And I think that's what's what's killing them. Um, so real quick, I want to go through your list, and I just I, I made my own because I just had a um, a realization real quick about okay. my the. So I'm making my own list. So I have Georgia at one. You have yep. You have Bama at two. I have Alabama at two. Oregon mm-hmm. at three, and then I have Cincinnati okay. at four. Okay. Ohio State at five, and then I have Michigan State at six, and Michigan at yeah seven. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's a good list. I mean, outside you're you're rewarding Cincinnati for being undefeated, rightfully so. And there's a big argument that they can be, and they probably honestly should be. Um, so you, you, you have Oregon beating Utah then my two priorities, my, well, I'm saying right now, as, mm-hmm. as we stand, I do think Utah is going to beat Oregon, but my two priorities, when I look at the ranking are number one, your record mm-hmm. and number two, head to head. Okay. So as you look at what I just explained, that top seven, every one of those is uh, consistent with head to head and with record. Cincinnati ahead of Ohio State mm-hmm. because they're undefeated. 
Oregon ahead of Ohio State because they beat them. Michigan State ahead of Michigan because they beat them. Mm-hmm. That's that's how my system flows through. I but but to your point, I do think Oregon's going to lose. They're going to probably have to play Utah twice before the end of the season. They're going to play them next week and then in the conference championship and game. And if they both beat each other once, I mean, yeah, good God. I think or- that's that's <laughs> the most Pac-12 thing to do. Oregon will lose one of those. I can't imagine. They're not even going to be a factor in the play. Yeah. Uh, so, one and two for us is both like the same, right? It's exactly the same. But three is where we differ right now. I have Ohio State at three um, because I, I think Oregon, even with taking that loss, they sh- it was a terrible loss to take. I don't have them a top four team. Uh, I think Ohio State is better. They lost to Stanford. They're three and seven right now. I know. That's why. That so it's a it's terrible a loss. loss. It's a bad loss. So I have Ohio State at three, just because if we're talking about looking down the road, well, we both have Oregon taking the loss. Even if they didn't take the loss, okay, you're still not better than Ohio State. And then I have Cincinnati at four because I think Cincinnati head up would beat Oregon. So that would be my top four. So we agree on four. Um, we agree on one, two, just outside of three. And mm-hmm. then where I have, I have Michigan State at five because Ohio State would have beaten them. And then I'll keep Michigan at six. And then I'll put Notre Dame at seven. Yeah, and, and with two losses, Oregon's a non-factor. Exactly. Yeah, yeah I, I wouldn't even have them in the top ten, honestly. Yeah. I, would, I would. But you could make an argument that they get a New Year's Six Bowl. Well, like, one team play out, of against, the, out of the Pac-12 play, has Yeah, to. Play, put, them against, put Oregon against Wake Forest in the New Year's Six Bowl, and that'll be great. I think that'll be a really good game. Right now, it's also one of the things where it's like you wonder how much the committee is actually wondering about matchups. Like, well, they'll try. Because a lot of these teams, they a lot of fans yeah. want to see a lot of these teams play each other. If I'm a Wisconsin fan, I would love to play Oklahoma, or I would love to play Ole Miss, or even Baylor. Yeah. Like, I just think it would be a lot of fun. Um, if you're an Iowa fan, you kind of want to get a shot at Wake Forest. Maybe, I mean, honestly, maybe even Okie State. Like, it's one of those things where – you're setting yourself up for potentially rankings next season at this point. Like if you're yeah. if you're nine and below, okay, what can we do this coming season to set us up for next season? Well, and a number of coaches also have uh, carve outs in their contract mm-hmm. that they get x extra money if they finish in the top twenty five. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. They're so big they're, bonuses. They're, they're coaching for other things too. Well, they get but bonuses for bowl wins too. Bonuses for bowl wins <laughs> as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. But but like the. The Pac-12, the Big Ten, and the Rose Bowl have an agreement. Mm-hmm. So whoever wins the Pac-12, if it's the two-loss Oregon, they'll be matched up with either Michigan or Michigan State. Oh yeah, because they always—I feel like it's always USC versus Michigan in the Rose Bowl because of the because, because of the, of the agreement. Yeah. Pac-12, yeah. What's the same thing in the Sugar Bowl? The SEC champ would play in the Sugar Bowl unless they were ranked number one during the BCS era because they had an agreement with Ben St- or with uh, Atlanta, Ben Stadium. And they usually try and match them up with an ACC, they, an at-large team. Is what it oh, is. It's an at-large. So it'll be like someone like Wake Forest or Cincinnati. That's why Cincinnati uh-huh. played Georgia, and it was like a big deal. Um, so, yeah, that, but that's the past of the BCS, and it's cool to see that they're still kind of sticking to that as far as the agreements. Um, that's another thing that a lot of people were worried about with the expansion. How will that work out with the Bulls that have agreements with these stadiums? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like the SEC has this with them. It's one of the things where it's like, well, if you're the Big 12 and the expansion, because Oklahoma and Texas are going to be in the SEC, you no one's you're you're going to have to pay for people to want your team. You know what I mean? You're you're going to have a three-loss Big 12 champ. You know what I mean? More than likely, or you'll have an undefeated K-State team that really hasn't played anybody going up against, making the argument that they're not quite good enough to be in the Pac-12 or not Pac-12, but in the playoff. But they might they might get their shot against the number one seed. So it's like, okay, cool. Um, so a lot of good things, a lot of good information. 
Um, do you do you see a chance for Cincinnati to trip up, or do you think they're going to finish undefeated? Cincinnati? Yeah. They have the SMU matchup the uh, big, next week, and then Houston probably in the conference So, because Houston is ranked, and S- I'm really kind of pissed that Mississippi, shouldn't, Mississippi State should not be 25. You're a four-loss team. You should not be ranked at four losses. You cannot tell me that there is a S- – put SMU there, and then that further – if I'm the committee, that – that's just their way of saying we don't want Cincinnati to yeah, play off. I think I that's, agree with that. That's, I'm shocked that they put Houston there. Um, Houston only has one loss. They haven't been ranked until this very moment. I know. Liberty was ranked before Houston. I, I know. Liberty They're, was ranked before Houston. That's the Malik Willis effect. That's I, fine. I agree. I think the message from the committee is we don't want Cincinnati. No, and it's just the committee being – but to answer your question – I don't see Cincinnati tripping up. Their defense is just too good. I think their eyes right now on the prize. They know that they have to continue. I mean, last week they didn't they didn't play very well. You know what I mean? Like even the, they they did drop forty five on South Florida, but it wasn't like they played amazing. You know what I mean? Like they, they didn't play to the potential. Ritter was all over the map. In the defense, I was I, I I was disappointed in the defense. They need to step it up. The defense has been elite all year, and then they gave up four touchdowns. Now the question is is for Cincinnati is. Um, how do you pass the eye test? Like you, you kind of have to Georgia people. Like you have to put up, you have to keep people to ten points. And you have to put up forty-five. Well, SMU is going to be nationally televised. Mm-hmm. So you got, yeah, yeah, you need to beat them you by four to, touchdowns. You have to, you have to put on your Georgia uniforms for a day and just roll yeah. them straight up. And then you got to do the same thing probably to, to Houston and the and on the national spotlight again in yeah. a big game mm-hmm. that both teams. So yeah, I, and if they can do that, then I I one hundred percent do believe they should be in the playoff. But it's who do you take out? At that point, you're if I'm Cincinnati, this is what I'm rooting for: Georgia to beat Bama, or Utah to beat Oregon, yeah. and. At that point, I don't care what Ohio I think State you're does. In at that point. Yeah, yeah, I don't care mm-hmm. what Ohio State does because I'd be yeah. in. Mm-hmm. Um, well, your only worry then would be if both Michigan and Michigan State beat Ohio State, like you mentioned to me before, the two, two possibly, big ten, 10 teams, teams getting in. Yeah. Now the chances of that are so <clears throat> slim to none. Yeah. But can you imagine the uproar? You have an undefeated team, and then you you you're even ranked ahead of these two Big Ten teams mm-hmm. for the entire since the beginning of the committee this season, and they jump you at three and four. Yeah. Good God. <laughs> so I agree with you. I think I think you root for Georgia, you root for Utah. Yeah. And I think you're probably in. Yeah, absolutely. You need Oregon to lose, you need Bama to lose. But then um, we get a rematch of what was it, the Sugar Bowl last year you said? Georgia Cincinnati in the first Georgia, round. Georgia Cincy, and that's that's what that's what I want. I would love that. <laughs> I mean no, because I think it would be a great game. It was a great game last year. I think it would be yeah. a really good game. And that's what you want in the playoffs. You want good games. You don't want that's why I think it's a joke that Notre Dame gets in. Because yeah. they, they don't play anybody, and then they get rolled in the in the playoffs, and you're just like, they shouldn't have ever been there. Yeah. But, yeah, I, uh, it's one of those things. It's just crazy. Um, so, yeah, as, as far as that goes, I think, we, I mean, I just, the disrespect, but we've said it before on this podcast, they just don't like big, they don't like non-Power 5 teams. And you can't, you can blame them. You 100% should. For the first time all year, the highest-ranked three-loss team is not an SEC team. Yeah. It is Wisconsin. Congratulations. But <laughs> we have a, a four-loss Mississippi State team. That's right. Ranked. That's right. Oh, man. Anyway, that has been our uh, Rapid Ranking short episode. Thank you guys so much for listening. This has uh, been a lot of fun talking about the, you know, honestly, one through eight. Um, like we said, though, outside of basically two through eight is going to be chaos. Keep watching. Keep 
keep up to date on the games on Saturday because it's going to change, especially after this weekend for sure. Um, but that is Tyson. I'm Alan. This has been the Fan Section Podcast, and we are out.